0: Y'all can sit down just a second. Because I want to talk to you just a second. I can do that on Wednesday night or Sunday night. Well, again, you got the microphone. You can do it anytime you want to. Turns out. The presence of the Lord and the ministry the music and just the, just the word is what the message would be tonight. But it makes a lot of sense to me because all week long and beyond, but particularly this week, I want to just share things before we go pray. That I know what it's like to wrestle. Anybody know what it's like to wrestle with the Lord? I don't know why we wrestle with the Lord. He wins. And it's not so much that you're wrestling with him. It's just just wrestling with where you're at and with what's around you and what you're facing. Uh, is it all right if I make it just a few confessions tonight? Because y'all know I, I stand up here and I stomp and I spit and I say what needs to be said and all those things. And without, I, I'm not afraid to, to, to speak the word. Um, I, I, I don't know, I've just never had the sense to be afraid to speak the word. I think the Lord knows how to back that up. But we are in a place that I, I don't think I, I said to Neil and Kat the other night after a board meeting with, with things where MAG is and what we need to do and things that have gotten way beyond me. Sometimes you've been there before, so you're kind of comfortable with it. Do you know what I'm saying? You ever been there? Your house, your job, whatever. Maybe but you've, been, you've done it before, so you're pretty comfortable with it. You hear me? MAG coming to a place that while I've been in that environment, it, well, I wasn't the pastor. And I've seen what happens when God moves and the, the, the physical expansions that have to happen and, the, and all those things. I mean, there's things I know in my knower that you've got to do, but that doesn't mean it's not scary. I just come to talk in just a second about because the message has been preached, but this is goes with it. That I, if I, in my in my flesh, where we are at today, in my, I, I, I y'all know me most of you by now. That there's, you've heard me say, there's not much that keeps me up at night. I mean, I, I've been at a place way back in the day when. People were wanting millions of dollars from me that I didn't have. And I, you know, I still went to bed and slept. You know, there wasn't nothing I can do about it. And i have peace with God. But I'm at a place now, and I'm not talking about, a, a, I'm not talking about uh, something weird and, and uh, losing heart and getting soft. I'm talking about that it's so much... Beyond me and bigger than me, that it scares me to death. Is that all right to say it that way? I want you to know, just so we can preface it before I go on, that we're going to do it afraid. When the Lord's spoken to you to do things and you're afraid, well, what do you do? Well, just do it afraid because the power of God's in obedience, not in my calm nerves. <laughs> if you've heard from God, do it afraid. But I'd be, I would be dishonest and disingenuous if I didn't tell you that we're at a place that, that can keep me awake a little bit. Things that need to be, hey, I want you to know something. When I came here almost four years ago and they were gonna build all this and all that and I, and I come to accommodate that and get it done and all that, I didn't lose any sleep over what y'all had decided to do. Y'all ain't hear me. Because if it all fell apart at the seams, cause you built all this, then y'all voted it in. I wouldn't even (laughs) hear. You hearing me now, aren't you? Thought that's on them. I just come to do what I was called to do and what they asked me to do. You, you, you did it. That makes it plain, doesn't it? But now we're at a different place, and I just want to share a, a little bit of that. Before we go to prayer, because we're going to prayer. Is that all right? Is it all okay? Because we're not in the same place we were, and the world's not in the same place it was. I don't know. My Facebook page, is, my Facebook wall has just been loaded with it. Are y'all seeing that? Is it at Ansbury College, is it University in Kentucky? Is that how you say it, Ansbury? or Asbury, Asbury, A-S-B-U-R-Y, Asbury, Asbury. University. has a Wesleyan Holiness University in Kentucky. But as of right now, they've been, they, they have been there with a full house for five days around the clock because in chapel Wednesday, I guess it was, the spirit of God fell. And I'm sure that there's plenty to be critical of if we dug, but I'm not, no. People hadn't come round the clock for the last five days at that age. They're bored in 10 minutes. Much less five days later because the Spirit of God begins to fall like rain. We're not in the The, same, the earth, the world is getting darker, but I am telling you, That God is not going to be outdone by the God of this world. I am telling you tonight that God will not be outdone by the God of this dark world. It's not even close. It's not even close. I got friends and close friends that believe that the the world is going to hell in a handbasket, and it is. It is but believe that God poured out all he's going to do in 1906 and through the 30s. I don't believe that because the God of this world, God, the God of heaven is not going to be outdone by the God of this world. He's just not. I believe it will be hell on earth and glory all at the same time. The best of times, the worst of times, Charles Dickens said. And I believe that's where it is. I've told you that before. But we're seeing, I don't know, can I just ask you on a Sunday night? Have you noticed a change in the atmosphere the last month, six weeks? Have you noticed the change in the atmosphere when we gather? It's just the beginning, it is just the beginning. The other night, I wrestled all night long. I'm just sharing with you a few things because that's what a pastor ought to do. There's something very interesting and special going on among the men of Mag Church. There is. There's an unusual amount of you, us, And they begin to come together and they begin to gel in different places, so to speak. And they begin to draw close. I don't know if y'all have noticed that. Y'all like each other. That don't happen everywhere. It doesn't happen everywhere. I've told you before, I'm thankful for, when i back at home, when, when revival hit Paris, Arkansas for 10 years, 10 years of revival, 10 years. In a town of 3,500, in a, an Assembly of God church, in a town of 3,500 that ran 650, 700 people. And I'm not talking about here like where there's a, there's a circle around you, there's a region. I'm talking about when you're in the middle of the mountains and there's not a town in any direction for 40 miles. A county of, of 12,000 people where God moves and a little AG church on the side of the road in Paris, Arkansas goes to 600 and 700 people. The wind blows where it pleases. But women prayed that revival in, flat out, straight up. I'm not here to push up men or push down women. That's not what this is about. I'm talking about when there's something about when men get hungry for God, there's something about when men unite. There's something about when men get hungry for God and begin to push back the work of darkness. Thank you, both of you. There's something about it. Maybe you don't even know it, until so you sit and just listen to me. But there's something different that happens when men step up into spiritual leadership. There's something that happens, and it changes everything. And men, I, I started to just call it last night and didn't. And, I, and we're still walking through it, but I saw in the night, all night, men in this room in prayer all around the room. Not cute prayer, prayer. Women, I saw you down the hall in the, where we've been praying on, on Sunday afternoon, but I saw men in this room taking this area and their families before the throne of God. There's power in that. I've seen it, and we'll see it. I was listening to a, I'd never heard of the man. I can't think of his name now. But, but wow, I just happened to stumble across him talking about these kind of things. And he says, he said, when you see it, man of God, you will see it. And I'm telling you, I've seen it. I've seen the men of this church beating back hell and bombarding heaven on behalf of their families in this region, and we will see it. And it will change everything. And that's not to leave anybody out because the women were, were equally united. There's power in unity, I want you to know. But there's something that happens when men get serious with God. Man, I'm calling on. I want you. to tell you, whenever there's going to be there's going to be an outbreak of the presence of God among our young people that need it so desperately. They're, I'll just tell you right now, right in front of them. They think it's all cute and they laugh and make fun of it half time. That's why I call them down because they're going to they're going to respect the house of God even if they don't want to. But sometimes they don't, and they're bored, and they can raise their hands upstairs, but can't raise their hands down here. That's that's called a show. When you can raise your hands up there, but you can't raise your hands out here, you're not serious. I'm right in front of you. I'll just tell you. But you want to know what changes all that? When people pray. When men pray. When people unite around prayer. But see, there's a war. I'll tell you, we are not coming into a war. We are already in a war. Both spiritually and you're going to see in this world a time that you've never seen in your life. Can I tell you something? There's an odd thing about when there was an event this last week that killed more people than has died in a single day since Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, people died, more people died in the Vietnam War, but, not, but I'm telling about more people died at a single event in a single day last week And you can find it the first day, and you can go find the updates on us now, but it's hardly even a blip on the radar of the media of this world. By the time it's all said and done, there will be 60, 70, 80,000 people dead in southern Turkey and northern Syria. From not one, but two catastrophic earthquakes. Things are not as they were. It's time to pray. There will be, the, the, uh, there's been an all out war declared for them. For them. For all the ones that are, are sitting between you or sitting on the front rows. There's a war on their, that's going on in their behalf. There is a, the battle of the ages, is raging for the souls of our young people. And it'll be when moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas unite in prayer and get serious. That is when all of hell will get shaken. I got good news for you that Jesus made a declaration that up on this rock I sh- will build my church. And the gates of hell are roaring right now, but I got a promise for you that the Bible says that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church, they won't win. Y'all might as well get ready for it because God's going to turn y'all inside out. Mom and dad, get ready for it. Pray it in. It's going to happen. We're not going to be talking about discipline problems and stupid stuff much longer because when the Spirit of God falls into place, some of you are going to have to learn that you're going to fast on your own without the preacher telling you you need to fast. Some of them, when you get get serious with God, he'll get serious with you every single time. Seek me and you'll find me when you search for me with all your heart. I'm talking to the preacher tonight. I'm talking to the preacher tonight. It won't come casually. It'll come whenever men and women of God unite around prayer and fasting and they won't let go. The old timers used to say, they go in and get hold of the horns of the altar. Boy, that's an old one. So we went home and we got hold of the horns of the altar and they don't let go until they've prayed through. I want to tell you, when you touch heaven, heaven will touch you. That's where we're at. And that's what's happening. It's going to come. There is no war that doesn't come with conflict. Church, listen to me. You're silly. We're, we're silly if we believe that we're going to be in a, in, in, in a, in a battle of the ages and the spiritual time that we're in if we think there's not going to be any conflict. You're going to get accused of everything. Oh, I'm a hater today from my own people. And y'all know, and, and I'm just angry. Have y'all ever met me? I'm the least angry guy you know. And I get mad at sin, certainly, and I'll stand up against what's wrong, certainly, because I hate the devil, and you should too. What God hates, you ought to hate. And we get to. to. But I don't walk around angry. I walk around laughing and hoping my wife will change the channel and watch service instead of watching the Super Bowl. And by the way, she was watching because I got three texts before I got off the stage. And the last one was in all caps, and it said, Rude. Three, two, one. She must be going back and forth. I'm not angry. I just haven't moved. Yes, I hear you, all caps, wrong. Rude again. That's enough of that. back to Bethel (laughs) there's gonna be men and oh by the way that as Barry University they're not AG I've told you before the word records that God is no respecter of persons. He is going to show up wherever he is welcome. And there's people who think, man, I'm just a homer, that I'm, I'm mad at the AG and I'm with this. And that. They can't make up their mind if I think the AG is the only way or if I hate the AG. That's the, that's, that's the extremes. You hate the AG. everything, I mean, You think the AG is the only way. I don't think anything of it. They're just who that gives me the card to stand on this platform. And I just want us to come back to Bethel. I want us to stop pretending that everything is the way home when the way is straight and the way is narrow. I just want to get back to the old book that says there, I just want us to, I just want us to say, then God said to Jacob, arise, go to Bethel and dwell there. Can we go back and dwell there? Would that be okay if we just dwell there? And make an altar. We got to build an altar who appeared to you and, and fled from you in the face of Esau, your brother, and Jacob said to his household and all who were with him. Put, and all uh, said to his household and all who were with him. If, they, if, if Jacob was, was working for Motiva, he, everybody at Motiva heard it. Or oh, if he was working the night shift at, Mar, at Walmart and Market Basket, everybody at Walmart and Market Basket heard it. You ain't understanding me. He said Jacob told his family and all who were with him. Put away your foreign gods that are among you. It said, uh, that, by the way, it says that are among you. Not that might be in case you have any. It says put away your foreign gods that are among you. Purify yourself. Who will ascend the hill of the Lord? Who will dwell in that holy place? Who? Those who have a clean hands and a pure heart. And change your garments. You he have, you have anything to say about garments anywhere? I think in Jude, he said, some say with compassion, Some say with fear, making a distinction, hating even the garment defiled, hating even the defiled garment. Get rid of your foreign gods, purify yourself and change your clothes. Then arise and let us go to Bethel and build an altar. Across this place tonight, can we just stand and begin to make our way to a place of prayer? All over this house, Pray for your, uh, I'm not even being funny. Pray for your pastor. Because all this stuff doesn't come without pressure and attack. And it'll come, there'll be more and more. I mean, we just gotta know that. The Word tells us it's so. So that it's, if the Word tells me it's so, then it's so. That's okay. He knew who I was when he called me. I think that's why he called me because he knew I was hard headed. And it would just stand. He knew that I never was particularly popular, so there's no loss to me. I don't have to I don't have to be the best I don't have to be the most popular guy in town. You ever heard of a guy? He was kind of a scoundrel. You ever heard of that guy that guy named B.H. Clinton and you ever heard of him? yeah you ever heard of burt clinton and used to have a little church over in beaumont on on 11th street he said the preacher ought to be the most loved man and the most hated man in town that's what he said he was right he was right shouldn't be much middle ground people ought to love you ought to hate you and the people that hate you hate you because they hate the truth Stand anyway. Stand anyway. Stand anyway. Stand anyway. Hey, when you start, when you find that place of prayer, it's kind of radical. I'm going to tell you, you got it. It's, we're in a radical. Why do the church think, can, can we agree that the world is radical? Can we, can we agree that we are up against a radical agenda? Can we agree with that? I mean, I mean, am I wrong? Is it, just a little, is, it, is it just a little off or is it radical? Why in the world do we think that we're not going to have to meet it with a radical faith and a radical position in Christ and a radical Christianity, a radical prayer life? A ra- I'm telling you, if you're going to be a cute Christian, well, I don't know that there's going to be any cute Christians left. No, you can look good. I ain't want to come I'm talking about cute Christianity. Now lay me down to sleep, Christianity. God is great. God is good, Christianity. I'm talking about the kind that you stand for what's right and people despise you for it. And or they break under the convicting power of the Holy Spirit and sell out to God. And it changes everything.